Hey, climbers, it's your host, Johnny D. And this is your co-host, Brent. And we just wanted to share some big news with you. The Climb Show Music Business Podcast is now a part of the American Songwriter Podcast Network. That's right. We're really excited to be part of this network along with some other amazing podcasts. Yeah, make sure you check it out. AmericanSongwriter.com forward slash podcast or click the link in the episode notes so you can listen to some of the best podcasts and music. That's right. All right, Johnny, go do your thing. Welcome to the climb. This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business because the leverage is what you're going to need in today's music business. It's not about the talent. It's about showing that people like the talent. It's about proving to people that you can write and that you can work with others and play nice in the sandbox. It's about having a book of business, having a revenue stream. This is what's going to get the record label, the bigger investor, the booking agency, the publishing company, and all of the trappings that you want to take to the next step. The good news is you don't need anybody's permission to get it. Bad news is you got to do it yourself. And that's why we called it The Climb, Creating Leverage in the Music Business, C-L-I-M-B, which is brilliant. It's a Baxteronym. It's my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter, who's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady A, Joe Nichols. Got a couple number ones on CCM right now, too, not for nothing. And also helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you can write like a pro, do business like a pro. And on the regular, he connects you to the pros so you can get a shot to create a relationship. You can find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell, who, by the way, that's uh, it's Southern Gospel number one. So actually not CC. Oh, a little different I'm, there. I'm just sorry. want to be accurate on there, but that's all right. That shows my ignorance of the subgenres of Christian music. Exactly. Yeah, in, <laughs> in Christian music. We'll just go with that. I don't want to lie about, you know, where I got my Jesus song cut. No, I, so, I know. I don't. We don't want to do that. God, we don't need that. <laughs> Nobody needs that kind of trouble. <laughs> that's all right. All right. Anyway, I would like to introduce y'all to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. Listen, if you're an artist who's looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists such as Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs. Just to name a few, you can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. What's happening, my brother? Oh, I just got to hang out this time, which is nice because I got a sore throat, nice allergies. Oh, my goodness. Mm. You don't got the COVID, do you? No, no, I got the drainage. <laughs> yeah, Dude, have you noticed my voice has been getting better? Like I had to go through a hell of a time fixing this thing, but it Turns out that that nasty voice I've been having for probably a good five, six months was a combo platter (laughs) of nasal drainage. And did you know that you can have gastric, what do you call it, reflux without reflux? Yeah, without knowing it, right? Like without having heartburn or or anything like that. I did not. I didn't either. And so I got on a couple different basic um, gastric meds or whatever. Medicinal cocktail. Yeah. Not the kind you're used to, but. Exactly. <laughs> I prefer a different kind of cocktail, but, you know, <laughs> right. you know, pretty benign stuff just to keep the gastric levels lower. And, man, it's getting better. So that's. Good deal. That's good. I mean, I would literally wake up in the morning sometimes and not have a voice at all. I mean, you remember. Oh, wow. Um, how bad that got sometimes. Well, so you poor was... podcast editors having to edit out the uh, Johnny coughs. 
I'm still going to have the coughs, Aaron. So <laughs> shout out to Aaron, Aaron Trinka <laughs> for, for helping us out. But <laughs> So you know what we're going to talk about today? What? Today's episode is entitled Feed Jake. Has he been a good dog? <laughs> for those of you who know the old uh, Pirates of the Mississippi country song, Feed Jake. Yeah. That's it. So we're going to talk about Feed Jake. And I had a conversation this morning with like a dear friend of mine. We've talked about him before in the podcast. He's mm. just a gifted guitar player, killer musician. And I'm coinciding that with a article that came out recently on September 1st in Digital Music News. And we're going to go down that rabbit hole about just some of the wake of what happens with COVID as far as the music business is concerned, as far as your gigs are concerned, and to restate Baxter, what does that make possible? Mm-hmm. And go from there. But before we do that, let's just tell everybody, hey, we want to remind you to join the Climb community if you haven't done so already. we got some killer, killer members there. It's growing every single day. And if you got questions about marketing, songwriting, um, music business stuff, this is a great forum to ask. I've been really super busy lately, so I've been failing a little bit. on just trying to keep some of the stuff that I read in there, mm-hmm. which I'll promise I'll get better at. But if you ask the question, Brent and I are typically going to answer too. But usually by the time we get in there, it's just like, hey, they answered it, you know, and we got co-writes happening in there, international mm-hmm. co-writes that have seen some success already and stuff. So pretty cool. Yeah. So it's a good place to be. So we want you to be there. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you like to consume podcasts. Take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review. Hopefully it's five stars, but we want you to be honest and we'll read it on the air. And speaking of which, we have a new review, or at least one we haven't read it yet. Oh, really? Um, this is new one. Yeah, this is Swiss Army Podcast by Act J21. And I don't think we've read this one before. It says, in the short amount of time I've been binging this podcast, I've learned so much about songwriting, music business, artistry, marketing, and publishing. These guys are entertaining and informative, truly multifaceted, and a must-listen for aspiring songwriters and musicians. And that is a sweet five-star review so thank you j21 we appreciate you we're happy to be your swiss army podcast and we also speaking to the climb community we also have every wednesday we have a new heights post where we celebrate wins we invite you in to brag on yourself so we can all celebrate together and i just like to highlight one of those each week and this one is from judy ann will a climber and she said hey i finally got my work in progress song under four minutes it is difficult to focus on only one song, but I'm trying to stay committed. Oh, and right out of the blue, Hubby wants to be my co-writer. What? Boom. Yeah, congratulations, Judy Ann, doing the work, putting in the grind to get that song to shine. So we appreciate you, and everyone's in their own place climbing that ladder. And for some, it's going, hey, I got my song under four minutes. Other people might be, hey, got a new single coming out. It's different, but man, big and small, we love them all because it's all progress. It's all part of the climb. So That's right. It's all peace, love, and grooviness on there. So it's a good group to come in and just make sure you shine in the right places. We make sure that everybody gets a chance to do it, but just don't come into the feed and blast everybody. Learn the rules. It's all good. Yeah, we don't spam, we jam. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Finally, guys, tell somebody about it. We are so very grateful that you give us this time twice a week and we don't take it lightly, but why do you do it? Like tell somebody else why you do it. I mean, what is attention worth these days, Brent? You know, that's everything. So let's get to this here today. A dear family friend of mine 
called me up this morning. I've known this kid since he was basically born. I've known his mom since she was two. His grandfather and my dad are best friends, and he happens to be like a very gifted guitar player and killer musician. And I brought him down about 10 years ago, and he was 17 years old. Mm -hmm. And came down, and we put him on the road with our good friend. And in short order, he became quite professional. And like everybody, he's got his own things he's got to get through and, and whatnot. But first time he came down, Anthony got him up on stage because Anthony was a friend. And we asked him, hey, can we get this kid up? We want to look at him and mm-hmm. just see what he can do. We, we throw a couple songs at him. And Anthony's like, sure, man, I'll get the band to do that. So that's what he did. Kid got up on stage and melted my face. And <laughs> my business partner at the time, Kelly, we were just like, holy cow, he was great. Mm-hmm. Total star quality. And I think he's had some confidence issues about being the front person because for a long time, he's been putting himself in the passenger seat. Mm -hmm. And so we had this conversation this morning that coincided with this article that I'm going to read. And I just wanted to share that with you because I think a lot of you out there are thinking the same kinds of things. And this is a real world thing happened very recent just this morning. And so I thought, let's tackle it. Cool. In this particular case, you know, everything's been shut down for COVID for a long time. Mm-hmm. Then, I don't know, a couple of months ago, we threatened to open back up again. I think it was like in June. And then we actually went backwards, right? They opened up and then they closed it again. Mm-hmm. And it got even worse. Like now there's a curfew at 10 o'clock. And last night, I was telling you this off the air, but I was out with an artist that we work with named Lala Deaton. is a dear friend of mine and another mutual friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And we were at this little restaurant bar that's right by her place just south of the city. And I walked in after work and I had like a late night working last night. I just went in to grab a cocktail and hug on her neck. I hadn't seen her forever. And there's people sitting at the bar. And I was like, <gasps> what? Joy. Like, I was so excited. Like it started, it just felt like normal again. And I, and I had traveled over the weekend and going through the airport, it was just so depressing because everything shut down. You can't even sit in a restaurant in the airport, much less sit at the bar, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is such a bummer, man. So everything's starting to open back up again, right? Well, on mm-hmm. that note, and he'll call me for advice sometimes on this, you know, on business stuff and on political, not United States politics, but bar politics and band yeah. politics and stuff like that. And I said, it's not your show. Yeah. Why isn't it your show? You know, why aren't you doing this? And so he kind of defaults to this thing where he starts thinking he, he knows what the future is and stuff. Well, it's, you know, like there's a ton of bands that are waiting to get back in and I'm not going to be able to get a slot there. Mind you, this guy is like a gifted guitar player. Mm-hmm. He's been playing on Broadway for 10 years. Yeah, they know him there. They know him. Yeah. They know him. And he knows everybody. And if he doesn't know every single booker for every single honky tonk, he's best friends with somebody who does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's a tight community down there. And so I just said, well, you've been talking about this forever. Why don't you do it? Why don't you just put it together and you be the guy? Mm-hmm. You know, why don't you be the artist now? It's time for you to be the artist. You go be the star. And there's some fear, I think, in there. We yeah. talk about that. And you wouldn't mind me telling him that. Everybody has that. Every artist has that. Oh, yeah. And so I get that. But he goes and he defaults to this thing of, uh, yeah, well, all the clubs, all the artists are going to want to be come back there. And so he's already acing himself out, right? Like there's going to be too much competition. Mm-hmm. And the competition's going to be able to beat him and everything. And I was like, dude, you don't know any of that. You have no idea what's going on. Right. We have yet to find out what the impact of this is going to be on the music community. How many people just decided this is Brent? What did you mm-hmm. do when you first moved to town and you didn't have that job at the publishing company? I waited tables. Boom. 
right? Like how many musicians were waiting tables on the side and they lost their Broadway gig and their restaurant gig, oh, right? Like just yeah. screwed. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, COVID wiped out plan A, B, C, D. Right? There it is. And so I said, you're still here. I said, but how many people couldn't afford their rent anymore and had to leave? Yeah. How many people had to go take a street job, day job? Yeah. Like other than waiting tables, like, okay, I'm working with dad. I'm going back to the farm. I'm doing whatever. How many people are gone and won't be able to easily just pack up and come on back first time Tootsie's opens back up? Well, that was my other point. I said, we need to talk about like who's coming back, who's not coming back. You don't know that. And number two, if they do come back, do you think they're all going to be on time? <laughs> Meaning like the day one? Yeah. Like the first day when the sun shines down and all the stages can open, like I would be willing to bet that there'll probably be a moment when, because I'll tell you this, I think people are jonesing to get the heck out of the house and come mm. and hang out and party. Yeah. And they still have business down on Broadway, but when they lift that ban and it goes till two o'clock again, and you can come down here and vacation in Nashville, man, they're going to try to make the most of what they got mm -hmm. and they're going to come and do it. So this leads me to this article that I was talking about because it kind of coincides with this discussion here, right? And this was in September 1st, it was written, it was in Digital Music News. And the headline is 64% of UK musicians, United Kingdom musicians, are considering leaving the music industry. 64%. Mm -hmm. I would think on any given day in Nashville, it's about like 70% on any given day, <laughs> but they just aren't counting. They're all thinking about it, but then if they're going to do it or not, it's another story, right? Exactly. Maybe they're just not <laughs> telling anybody. Yeah. No, that's like 100% of musicians are always thinking oh, about thinking it. thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. No one's just asking them. I'm taking a survey. But here's a little bit of this article I'm going to read to you. It's not very long, but it's according to a new study, nearly two-thirds of United Kingdom musicians are considering exiting the music industry. Encore Musicians, a musician booking platform, disclosed the troubling statistic and other similarly discouraging data in a recently published analysis. Of the 569 UK musicians who participated in the survey, about 64% or 346 persons indicated that they are considering, quote unquote, leaving the music profession. Additionally, in a testament to the unevenness of the post-lockdown recovery, 40% of survey participants, or 228 individuals, said that they have zero gigs booked between now and the end of the year. Mm -hmm. The average at this point in 2019 was 27 scheduled performances. In other words, evidence suggests that members of the music community are enjoying far fewer opportunities to earn a living than other professionals. And despite the fact that London gave socially distanced indoor concerts the green light to resume last month, the study also revealed that artist booked gigs between August and December are down 87% from 2019. Well, first of all, duh. <laughs> right. To compare anything to 2019 is just ridiculous. It's nothing more than a – here's a statistic of how right. crappy it is, but it's not like getting going to come back. In our reporting on the resumption of concerts in Britain, we noted that the music venue Trust, a nonprofit advocate for UK venues, stated – Quote, the vast majority of grassroots music venues are not financially able or have even the physical premises laid out to deliver these newly permitted events. So they don't have the infrastructure in place to be able to comply. Right. Mm -hmm. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. 
Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Encore proceeded to relay that UK musicians have lost an average of about $15,143 or 11,300 pounds, quote, in canceled bookings as a result of the pandemic, end quote. As an aside, the survey took steps to reach out chiefly to professional musicians. 60% of participants were age 30 or older. Pop artists reported the highest coronavirus-fueled income dip, parting with roughly 26, a little over 26 grand in wages since March. Earlier this year, we reported that a separate survey of 1,459 people, which found that 20% of British musicians feared that the pandemic and its associated lockdown measures would spell the end of their careers. Despite the subsequent relaxation of these requirements, it appears that even ongoing social distancing requirements are continuing to have a substantial impact on the live event sphere and specifically the artist's ability to earn a living from shows. Needless to say, a significant number of performers stand to benefit from the live music's full-scale reemergence. On this front, leading concert promoter Live Nation is banking on a comeback arriving in early 2021, but maybe that's too soon. Just recently, Lollapalooza founder Co-founder Mark Geiger predicted that things won't bounce back until 2022. Although it's unclear when performances will return to form, recent weeks haven't been without positive live music developments. Last month, Insomniac sold out 2021. It's a EDC Vegas ticket, so those are electronic music. After just one day, it sold out. In a sign that fans are eager to resume enjoying traditional festivals and concerts. Previously, researchers suggested that the pandemic would have a long-term effect on the music lovers' desire to attend the gigs. I don't think the young kids are going to care, most of them. And by the way, after this article came out just a few days ago, Live Nation already put another like 2,000 people on furlough. So it's unclear whether or not Live Nation is going to make it. So I read this to you, doom and gloom, right? Yeah, that's a real pick-me-up, Johnny. Thank you. Yeah, but what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Because I know you. <laughs> and because we talked about it ahead of time. What does this make possible? Yeah. At Tip Michael Hyatt. Yeah, what does yeah. this make possible? Right. Uh, you know, back to um, the title of a previous episode that was very, very early in our career, the Chinese word for crisis is made up of two characters. And one character means danger and the other character means opportunity. 
mm-hmm. danger and opportunity. So the danger is we got a lot of people that are, you know what? Maybe they're at the end of their rope and this was all it took. Yeah. This was the sign that they saw to just be done with it. I'm selling my ax and I'm going to go to work for my daddy. Yeah. And that has less to do with COVID and COVID was the catalyst. It has more to do with they probably have years and years and years. Yeah. It's a straw that brought the camels back kind of thing. Is the herd going to get thinner? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that kind of wouldn't suck for the people who are going to stay in it. Yeah. I think you might get a bump from people like, okay, I've been furloughed. I've been laid off. I'm going to go make some music now. But a lot of those will wash out as well. Yeah, because if they're making music now because they can't go to their regular job, they're not in it to win it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're in and some of them may click and they're going to be in it to win it and they may never go back. But I would imagine a lot of them are going to just kind of get back to life when it gets back to normal. Most of them are just going to have to go back to their jobs. And this was a fun thing that they got to spend a little more time on. But Mm -hmm. the reason they're not doing it full time is not because they lacked the love. Or the want, but they don't have that itch to scratch. Yeah. Like that's a different story where it's a compulsory thing, you know, <laughs> right. do this or climb a tower with a gun, one of the right. two. So, you know, I'm talking to this kid and I said, I don't understand why we're even having this conversation. You act as if this is going to be a difficult thing to do or something. Mm-hmm. What I would do, and I thought this is what made me think I want to share this with the climb community was... I would say he's got this groove going with this one honky-tonkies. Well, there's a billion honky-tonks. Obviously, it's an exaggeration, but there's like five blocks of honky-tonks, three or four levels each in a stage on every freaking level, and they all need bands. So will there be a situation in Nashville? And if you're thinking this is just about Nashville, stop it. Okay, this is your area too. Mm -hmm. This is your market too. My market's Nashville. I can speak more intelligently about that. Will there be a situation where we got boatloads of people coming back? Like, for instance, they said that that electronic festival sold out. Well, Mm -hmm. how quickly is tourism going to come back to where Broadway's just packed again with people who are got barn fever big time? Yeah. And are just ready to get the heck out of the house and come down and party. They didn't get their vacation this summer mm-hmm. and now they're going to come and do it, you know, yeah. or in your local community, right? In your market, they just need to get the heck out of the house. They wanted, they're starving for live music. They're sick of watching the live streams on Facebook and they want to go feel that kick drum right in their chest. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So I wonder how many stages might just be closed because there's no band to fill it Yeah, for a little while. How long is it going to take to fill that up? So I said, I would text the guy and I would tell him, hey, man, put my own thing together. I love playing your club. And it just breaks my heart to think that there may be ever a second where you think that you got a stage and some people that can stand in front of it, but nobody that can play on it. Yeah. So if I can help you in any way, you let me know and I'll be there for you because you've been there for me. Yeah. Then I would also get my butt down to Broadway and go find out who books every single one of those. Cause there's like three people that own basically all of them. Yeah. There's a couple outliers, but Tootsie's organization is Tootsie's. It's there's a honky tonk central honky tonk central. It's kid rocks. There's one other I'm forgetting. There's a barbecue place right across the street from Tootsie's. But anyway, they got like four or five facilities, mm-hmm. you know, and a facility down in Panama city beach, yeah, Florida. I mean, I don't know how many stages they got, but it's like 30 or 40, I think, maybe. Let's see, three at Tootsie's, six, 12. It's probably like 25 or 30 stages, but with multiple shifts per day. Four shifts a day, so times four. So they got 100 gigs a freaking day that Mm -hmm. they got a book, and that's just one organization. 
Yeah. Then there's the competing organization, which owns the corner of the stage, and they own Legends on the corner and a couple other twin fiddles or what it's called. A twin, I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, Crossroads, they own that too. So do go tell everybody that you're open for business. Mm-hmm. You know, when I brought Lonely Highway up from Jacksonville, I told them, I said, if you go to work, keep in mind, they don't know anything about Broadway, right? So they don't know any of the cover songs, hardly. They certainly don't know all the regular stuff. They had plenty of covers, but they needed like 800 of them. Yeah, it's a different beast. They didn't understand how to play the game up here, to work that jug and the things they needed to do to improve their money in the tip jug. And I just said, hey, come up. And they didn't know a soul. Mm -hmm. It's one relationship I had with the guy that books Tootsies, who's a friend of mine, and brought him up. They played for him. He's like, holy crap, these guys are great. I'm like, yeah, they'll be back up shortly. Let's make some room. He's like, I'll do it, dude. And I told those guys, I said, in six months, if you outwork everybody else, you can be at the top stages and be a premier band here. And they did it in three. Yeah. And so I just said, you already got relationships down there. You can do this in one month. Mm -hmm. One month. Just be there for everybody. Yeah. And then find your groove and do it that way. Like, what do you care? He knows all the musicians, like all the subs. This bass player can sing like this many songs and this other guitar player does this really well. And you know what I mean? He already knows all the bands, like personally. And so just go out there and be ahead of the game. And where is it that you can take advantage of COVID? Mm -hmm. Because there's going to be a lot of people that just aren't in the position that you're in. He knows everybody. He has the biggest advantage of anybody. And I don't know how long they're going to come back. And I don't know if they're going to come back. Because if this is true in the UK, don't you think it's true in America too? Yeah. In Canada? Mm -hmm. So I think now's the time to get off your butts, people. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, it's back on. Do not wait until your first gig comes to get your S together. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then start scratching your head about what you're going to do about getting more gigs. I would be reaching out to every single club owner that you've ever performed for and clubs that you wanted to get into that you haven't gotten into yet. Yeah. Reach out, leave a voicemail. Hey, this is so-and-so. If you don't know me, shoot me an email address and I'll send you a link. Here's my handle on Facebook and you can see some of our live performances. We put butts in seats. We're a great band and we know that you might be needing some help. And if I can help you, then you let me know. And if I'm not already playing a gig, I'll be there. Mm-hmm so that you can be open because this is going to be like an all hands on deck. Let me solve your problems, club owner. Yeah. Right? It's not like, help me out. Give me a shot. No, it's like, I want to make sure you got someone to entertain your people so they keep on drinking and you can stay in business. Let me help you. Yeah. So let's say they've got an artist that they're going to be friends with Mm -hmm. and it's not you, okay? But that artist is going to have their own problems, aren't they? Like maybe they can't get the whole band back together in time because somebody Mm -hmm. went sideways and they got to find another guitar player. They got to, you don't know. Right. You don't know. So don't spend one ounce of energy thinking about what you don't know Mm -hmm. and what you can't control and start focusing on what you can control. Is your band ready to go? Can you get up there? Even if you're singer songwriter, can you get up there and make that happen and just say, hey, what a great way to reach out and offer something instead of saying, give me, give me, give me. Because there's probably going to be multiple times at multiple clubs in multiple cities across the globe where at the last minute stuff's going to go sideways because the supply line is jacked up. Yeah. Or, oh my gosh, the lead singer just tested for COVID. He can't come out for two weeks. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I mean, who knows? 
I didn't even think about this. So yeah, this is a crisis. There's lots of danger out there, but there's lots of opportunity Mm -hmm. and you have to funnel this man. So like a good description of what I mean by funnel this is if you wake up one day and you got a really, really bad toothache and let's say you're on vacation. So you're not, you don't have your regular dentist to call. You're not playing a home game. Not playing a home game. Yeah. So you make one call to one dentist and you sit around, you wait. And you wait and you wait and you wait and hopefully they'll call you back and maybe they'll have a spot and maybe they won't, but you're going to do that. And then what are you going to do? Wait for that. Maybe a day, maybe two, depending on how busy they are. Then you call the next one. No, calling everybody. Right. Start with the A's. Start with the A's. <laughs> Start with the freaking A's and call every freaking dentist, you know, and by the time you're dialing down to the Z's, your phone's going to be ringing with two or three of them. And you're like, who can take me? Exactly. You know, let's go. Guys, this is the way, and now is the time. Today, today is the day. Now is the time. You got to be on the horn with everybody. Hey, this is so and so. You've heard of us. And listen, we've played there, or we've been fixing to get to you, but we here's the other places we played. And just leave a message. If there's any way we can help you, I don't want to see you disappear on account of no entertainment. And so if there's ever a time when you don't have a band to play on that stage, you call me, we'll be there. Mm-hmm. Okay, if we're not already playing, we'll be there. And you make that commitment, and then that's how you get in, and you're helping them. And then, you know what? They're going to get a chance to see you play. And then guess what? If you're undeniable, you Mm -hmm. don't know how many people are coming back to town. You don't know what bands are getting what and who's getting who and when they're going to come back into town or anything like that. But I said, here's what I do know for sure, that if you walk down, for those of you who haven't ever been in Nashville and been on Broadway, you walk down Broadway, it's an ocean of mediocrity. (laughs) It's an ocean of mediocrity. Mm-hmm. I mean, the singers especially are like, oh, it's hard to take. So it's what I told the Lonely Highway Boys. It's what I told another artist I brought up from L.A., Chris Malk, who's just a gifted singer. I said, it's not going to take you long to get to the top. The cream rises to the top real fast because most people are mediocre. Mm-hmm. And he isn't going to win American Idol on the vocals, but he can hold his own on the vocals. But his showmanship and his guitarmanship, forget about it. Mm-hmm. Think like Steve Ray Vaughan as opposed to Michael Bolton or something. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he can deliver the goods really, really, really well. And he's compelling to watch. And he's got a personality. He's got an attitude. Mm-hmm. He's got an opinion about stuff. And he's not afraid to tell you. Mm-hmm. That's a front man right there. So guys, this is uh, one of my shorter ones here, but I just wanted to get that out there. Like now is the time. If you don't have a list of every club that you've already played, make it. And if you don't have another list of every club that you've wanted to play, but you haven't had a chance to get in because the game was rigged and it was too crowded and there was too much stuff going on, they're all going to need your help at some point. Do you want to be first in that phone message machine or do you want to be last that's right get in there now and there it is that's how you serve it up we're so excited to be back to work we're chomping at the bit we're a killer band you can go listen to our music here you listen to us on spotify you can listen to us here here's an epk give them everything they need in that voicemail message and tell them if you have an opening and you don't have a band i don't ever want to hear about you running a night without entertainment where you really wanted some Mm-hmm. And you call us and we'll be there for you if we're not already working. And you're going to make some friends. You're going to get some calls back. I promise you that's the case, guys. 
On that note, we are working on miracles here on the digital <laughs> marketing with artists. My goodness, like Lala Deaton spent less than a thousand bucks on ads and she's got over 2.3 million video plays on Facebook. She's got over 17,000 people that have seen that thing 100% of the way through. I mean, we've got some just crazy cool stuff that's coming out. Guys, help us help you. Digital is where you want to be. You really want to be compiling that data and putting that together so that you can take advantage of situations as they begin to emerge coming up here because the artists who pivot are going to have it and digital is the way it's going to work. And it's inexpensive and you get to keep that data. You know, you know who saw it, you know who liked it. Why wouldn't you want to do that? If you're not far enough along in your artist journey to work with us one-on-one, then you know what? Maybe a consultation is a better way to go. We're available for that. Just reach out to info at daredevilproduction.com and put consultation in the subject line. We'll get something on the books and I can look over all your assets and what you got going on and we can help you develop a plan that benefits you in the quickest possible manner, but, you know, build that base and help you take the next step. And then finally, if you haven't done so already, download the free informational PDF that is 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans and How to Fix It. Just go to giftfromjohnny.com and tell us where to send it. J-O-H-N-N-Y, giftfromjohnny.com. It's free to you for playing our home game. Just tell us where to send it. And we'll go from there, guys. So I got to say, join the client community, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review, tell a friend about it. This podcast exists because we want you to win. Get your butt out to the clubs. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.